Hello, and welcome to the Stratcast. I'm Jordan, and today I'm joined with my co-host, Matt. Hello. And the Stratcast is pretty much just Matt and I. Uh, we're two guys in a band, and uh, we thought the Stratcast would be a good idea to talk about our inspirations and maybe how we came up with certain songs, just like a way to explain and really talk about our musical taste, because we do share a lot of a lot of common interests, and maybe we could bring you guys on to some new albums, maybe some new artists, even you guys can maybe bring us on to new ones. And pretty much every week we're going to want to talk about what inspired us, maybe a new song that we wrote or something. Um, we're going to be checking out albums to kind of stay on with the trends. Just kind of, you know, just go with the flow of music and just talk about music because him and I do it all the time. And we thought, why not make Record a podcast it. out of it? So so um, I think it would be good for us to introduce ourselves yeah, more go for formally. Uh, I'm Matt. Um, I'm part of the band uh, Newcastle, and um, I'm a singer and a guitarist, one of the songwriters too. Um, and what's influenced me musically is definitely old classic rock, but with new alternative and indie. And I was brought up on my music taste, and I got it from uh, my dad. My dad introduced me to the Beatles and to Pearl Jam and to um, people like, uh, what is it called, the Black Crows. Tom Petty. Tom Petty, yeah. yeah. And uh, Tom Waits. Jim Croce. Yeah. People like that um, from a very young age, so I grew up with it, and then individually finding my own taste. And um, what we make is very alternative and indie, but with some acoustic songs, because we like an acoustic vibe sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, um, you can go. Yeah, so um, I'm actually the complete opposite. My dad and my mom were very R&B country and... I hate both of those genres a lot, really. But um, around fifth grade, I branched out to my own my own taste, and I'm kind of in the same boat with him. Very Beatles, very Elton John, very Queen. But um, like I have some newer influences, like The Wallows and uh, Half Alive, just like that indie, that indie vibe. Alexander Twenty Three is one of my my new favorites. But um, yeah, I'm also a the singer and songwriter for um, for our band Newcastle, and a lot of our songs are inspired by new age type of music like we want to go for indie but we kind of want to bring acoustic vibes to indie if that makes sense because yeah, i think you're more acoustic than i am like definitely with your music taste and then with the songs you make i think i feel like my music taste is very indie very similar to mine yours is yours is a lot more rock. like led zeppelin yeah. pearl jam i'm more like elton john like early beatles stuff like that i'm more i like more of a chill setting you're you're very you like the idea of not like hack and slash but you like the idea of crazy ass guitar and stuff yeah. which is good because we both have that conflicting thing that together we make good music it mixes pretty well yeah but and, uh, I, I will say both of our songwriting does seem to derive from like addition Ed Sheeran type stuff but it like it's moving yeah. we're moving up into more of like a Wallows meets the Beatles type thing because we're really experimenting more and that's the cool thing about it because we both have different songs but some of them have like similar tastes mine might be a little more melancholy yours are always a bit more you always want to lead towards more like more beady more electric guitar type stuff i kind of yeah. want to settle the mood you know it's like light drums you want to you want to go all out make another fucking uh, mr Brightside over here <laughs> but it's it's cool because it's really it's really different what we can come up with but together we um we make some pretty cool stuff and even we uh we both write solo but even some of our duo songs. Yeah, I was going to say, we kind of run in a similar way to The Wallows, and then me one of our inspirations, but we just happen to work kind of the same way. Yeah. We'll make our own solo music on the same album, have some songs we do together, 
and um, it it allow us to bring our tastes together, but also differentiate them, like um, I mean, differentiate them completely to see kind of more who we are as people and then who we are together. Yeah, it's also like the Beatles, because John and Paul, like you told you told me the other day that John didn't like the oldie type of beats, right? That Paul yeah, would make. Yeah, Paul but, would make, but he'd still hop on and yeah. like make a piano. And like if him. you look at it, like Paul McCartney, if you look at like Hey Jude and um, and the Beatles like are a good yesterday. example because everyone's sung. Yeah. And that's kind of what we want to do. But, like, together, they uh, they made these legendary songs. And we were going through the Beatles songs the other day. And there were some songs on there that I had no idea that certain people, like, wrote. Yeah. Like, something written by George, George Harrison. Harrison. That blew my mind. Yeah. I really didn't expect that. And Beatles are just... I don't think there's a single bad Beatles song. And, like, no. I know, like, for me, you introduced me to the Beatles. Like, I already knew who they were, but you introduced, like, you introduced me to more than just like Lucy and, and Blackbird and stuff like that yeah. but it, I think anybody who starts off with Blackbird and, and like Yesterday and stuff like that can it, really it's, just it's, tell it's, it's very um, good to start off with the basics like those popular songs the mainstream songs and then take it upon yourself to get into a band some more underground not even underground but just more what an actual like true fan would know yeah. not just someone who appreciates the Beatles I think someone who really enjoy I, I, I like think of any band yeah, a lot of people say that they really enjoy music, but they'll stick to radio stuff. I think the only way you can really say that you're a fan or even like a super fan of a band is you have to listen to an album. And personally, like I know, I think you do it a little differently. Whenever I look at an album, the very first time I ever listen to it, I listen to it in order. Yeah, because, I listen to it in order too, but um, after that, I like to shuffle the songs. Yeah, I shuffle them. But the thing about listening to it in order is because, like, because you and I even, we uh, were working on an EP and... Um, the order of the songs are it's everything like because you tell the story even though they might not all be related you tell the story through the ordering of the song because if you had like a super it's like um it's like fine line by harry styles right he had like all this weird stuff and then like once sunflower hit it kind of became acoustic almost piano if that makes sense yeah then through in treat me if treat people with kindness that was like a weird like just, yeah. it was like a so different it it's was... just like because he kind of stuck the indie stuff together and then like there was like to be so lonely in canyon moon or semi-close but like yeah fine line is very obviously uh, harry's a really good example because he he i think some of his songs would be considered like a new age indie indie alternative but also what it, he has his own style where it, like that fits into like pretty much his own genre yeah i point. feel like if you hear a song and it sounds like harry styles it's not like oh this sounds like blah 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 no it sounds like harry styles he invented yeah his own genre and like that could be the same with with, with the Beatles and Elton John because like whenever you like when I was I've been listening to the Rolling Stones a lot more recently and I don't I don't put them in this group of like rock alternative whatever you want to call them I'm like oh it's Beatles like that just sounds kind of like the Beatles and I know there's the whole debate like oh who's better Rolling Stones or Beatles well there was it's no, the Beatles. no Stones without the no Beatles. Stones without the Beatles and hate us or don't but that's I think uh, that's set in stone yeah and I've got multiple opinions on that yeah and I I personally I think Maybe maybe people from like our generation would um disagree on that maybe uh, but I everybody from that older generation who grew up with the Beatles or was like grew up in time where they were still like you know, everyone listened to everyone knew who they were yeah I think they definitely agree with that I think it would be really cool if we were alive when a Beatle album dropped yeah because I I wouldn't I wouldn't imagine the hype and like because the Beatles were huge like it wasn't. The Beatles weren't one of those, like, old bands that, like, blew up after they stopped. Oh, they blew up yeah. the minute they started. And that's what's really cool about them. It's just sad that some people don't know who they are. Yeah, some people don't like them, but, you know, that's... It's, it's an opinion, I guess. Like, yeah, I mean, like, the people that don't like them, it's more for us, then. Because, yeah. like, honestly, you're missing out. And 
I uh I had that conflicting thing for a while of who's better in my like in my mind was it Queen or Beatles and I knew Beatles were the best band of all time but in my mind I was like oh do I like Queen more and after really experimenting with both I gotta give it to the Beatles like yeah. Cool Cat is a really bad song <laughs> Cool Cat's a really bad song man have you heard it no oh it's bad yeah, it's one of it. the worst Queen songs of all time I want to talk about um kind of what we'll be surfacing on the podcast um we have an idea of some we'll just basically improv it and just talk about whatever we want and not really have topics set out but uh some of them we, we're gonna want to find either uh an older album that we haven't listened to or a new one that just dropped and we get our opinions on it and we'll, we'll probably both listen to that album but then we'll listen to one collectively and then listen to two different albums and then talk about them and then share our opinions on them I think it'd be good to bring light to different aspects of the music. Yeah, because um, some albums are a lot more folky or more rocky than other ones. So if we both listen to a collaborative one, or even we different could, artists, we could start off with Folklore by Taylor Swift. I don't want to listen to that. I never listened to it. <laughs> no, and I think it'd be good to put out our. I mean, I want to talk about inspirations. Um, I think just from my background and then my like new age. It's um. I think I would have to name, like, as my, like, more classical, um, and, like, kind of newer, I guess 90s is technically classical now. In yeah, a sense, it's been some, some of them are. What, yeah. 30 years, 40 years? I'm not gonna do them now. Um, I'd probably say some of the big ones are, like, Eddie Vedder, um, the Beatles, but then going to, like, John Lennon more, um, him being, like, my biggest inspiration. Do you like John Lennon more than the Beatles? No, I like them collectively, because they're all really good, but I, I, as solo, I like John, but... Uh, going and then the Wallows are a huge one. The Vamps are a huge inspiration. So is New Hope Club the way they run, and how they like became famous and the music they make is a big inspiration. And a new artist I or sorry a new band I discovered through you, Axe and the Hatchman. Oh, they're these guys. really good. Hatchetman. Hatchetman, yeah. You forgot one. What? Harry. Uh, Harry, Harry. I was gonna get to that. Oh okay. Yeah. It sounded like you were coming to an end there. No. Um, yeah, no, Axe and the Hatchet Men. If you ever want to figure out, because we don't have any music out yet, but if you ever want to figure out what we're kind of going for, Bear on, a, Bear on the Roof by Axe and the Hatchet Men is a good, is a good a demonstration. Good, it's such a good vibe. Yeah. yeah. You want to name some of your inspirations? Yeah. Um, we're, we're very similar in that sense. Obviously, Beatles. I'm, I'm more collectively Beatles than John Lennon inspiration. Personally, I get more inspiration from Paul. I can see that. Yeah, because he kind of he's more of a a mellow acoustic kind of guy, except for the piano piano up my nose song. Oh, Mockberry uh, Moon. <laughs> yeah, like that's not that's something a sick I song, would do. Though. It is a great song. Um, James Bay, huge inspiration. I, I'm I really like I'm really big on Harry and Nile. Nile's folkiness, I feel like radiates. Yeah, I think Nile influences some of my acoustic stuff definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm not really. I really love the Vamps, but I don't think they really inspire me. No, in a I, sense. I'm uh, debating on it'll it'll basically once the new album drops from the Vamps, I'll decide if the Wallows are my favorite or if the Vamps are my favorite. Well, new the band. Wallows are my biggest new inspiration band because I actually showed you those guys because yeah. um I actually believe it or not I followed Dylan because I liked the very first season of Thirteen Reasons Why. I don't know. I couldn't get through the entire season. I watched the first season and then he was like, "Hey." I have a band and I was like that guy has a band and I listened to it and I was like oh this guy has a fucking band like it was just the vibe of the Wallows is immaculate it's insane yeah but um if we're going to oldies um Elton John big inspiration my recent new inspiration Jim Croce 
I'm really, really into him. I've been listening to him like nonstop. Um, Fleetwood Mac, mostly Stevie, like Songbird. That song gives me some inspiration. Um, Daddy's a little weird though. That, oh, 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 Daddy. Daddy yeah. yeah, that song's a little off. It's a good song. But it's a good it's, song. It's, it's, I, I would never cover it. Yeah, and I think um, some of Queen's more um, operatic piano songs inspire me quite a bit, like um, Too Much Love Will Kill You and uh, Love of My Life. I just, I don't know, I, I feel like we're very mixed, because like a lot of, I know a lot of people who, um, like we used to have this friend who was stuck to just oldies, and she was, and she wasn't, she didn't have good music taste, and whenever you try to show her new stuff, she was... Sorry if this offends any of you, but she was really into Black Bear and Jaden Smith, and that's just not my thing. I, personally, I'm not a but huge it, fan it, of not, New Age like, rap. It's not like she was into stuff that I didn't like, and that was a problem. And so you can be whatever, into whatever you want, and like if if you're in, if you want to show me something, you can show me something. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. But I'll still listen to it if you were into it, because that's your music, and I would like you to do the same with my music. Like respect that it's my taste, yeah. but the, she just didn't respect anything that was my taste or your taste no. it was all solely her taste and that was it blasted fully she made me hate paramore paramore was already something i didn't like but she forced me to like it she told me my zodiac sign was supposed to like paramore <laughs> i don't get that neither do i but you know we I don't want to rant about her. <laughs> <laughs> i i want to i, I want to kind of get into how the band was created how we came upon the idea and what, how we went through it yeah go for it um so we've been friends for a little more than two years mm-hmm. and um we originally the whole idea kind of surfaced just because we both really liked music and now that's a huge part of our lives and we kind of came together collectively. I would say probably it started the idea of it in April of 2019, I would say, in like that early part of the year. And it was like a, not like a joke, but it was like, oh, we should make a band whenever it'd be cool. And um, we, we kind of just talked about it. We started like kind of, we started like writing songs and stuff. Yeah. And I was just like focusing on guitar. and You were focusing on singing. Yeah. And like getting better at singing, kind of finding my style, finding my own voice and stuff. You started writing songs. I read a couple in the. I wrote a couple in the past, but they weren't anything good. But it was every. It was, it was a stepping stone. Yeah, and we kind of came together more in I would say July August when we made our first song. Together, when we wrote the first song, which is not going to be released because it's not very good. But so it was it, November. No, it was. Um, we wrote our first song in uh, August, and then we so we kind of started talking about it in July. What song. Sparkle in her eye. Oh, yeah. I love that song. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, because that was after, yeah. Yeah, and then we had another name. I forget the original name. The very first name was, I know we had purely unexplainable, and then, and then we had oceans away, and then there was that one with um. There was one before that with James. Yeah, I don't remember, but we and then when we made those, we re- we had another member of the band, and um. He kind of he kind of showed us some stuff about the extremely talented on guitar. Yeah, uh, James is amazing. The the most impressive guitar I, player I've ever met personally. I, yeah, personally in my experience in my personal life, anybody I've met in person, he's he's the, the best guitar player best I've, ever, I've ever heard. Yeah, he, is he, he was crazy self taught. He he left the band because he just wasn't feeling it, and it's fine. But um, I think he really inspired me to he really I, I think for he me was, he broke that wall on what a guitar could really do because he, yeah. he he really showed that a guitar was more than just chords and he's obsessed with John Mayer and that's fine John Mayer's crazy one of the best but, guitarists of our yeah. generation 
But uh, he kind of, in that time, we were kind of still figuring out. I was still getting really into, like, learning my own voice and singing and yeah. stuff. And he he was there, and then I think it was, we, we just were on different pages, and we wanted to make different music, we wanted to sing different music, and he wasn't really in that direction. He wanted to go somewhere else. And, um, it, I mean, mutually, we decided to part ways, and... There's no hate towards him in any way, no grudges. He uh, honestly showed us a lot, and it was a good kind of growing point for us as a band. And after that, we um, branched into our own, started writing some songs, started liking what we were writing, uh, started kind of finding out what kind of music we wanted to make, uh, how we wanted to sing, how we wanted our styles to be like in our own music, and finally settled on the name Newcastle. Um, randomly, Jordan just made it up one day when we were trying to decide a new band name, and we instantly, like, loved it. Uh, it took inspiration from the city in England, Newcastle, and uh, it was just an amazing name to us, at least. It was, it was, it felt like a new era of our little band had been achieved. And that's kind of where it all started. And uh, from there, we kind of took it and made our own ideas. Of, and then we kind of we kind of made songs, and then we discarded all of them. But it was a good, like, growing point. And we kind of formed into what we want to make today. And then we decided yeah. on um, an EP... We wanted to release that, and we're getting into getting all those things to produce it ourselves, and getting a nice software, and getting all of the materials we'll need to do it as professionally as we can. Yeah. We don't want to release some garage stuff. No. Do you want to talk about um, how you got into singing? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've always appreciated music from a young age, and um, I've always sang uh, before. It was never good. Um I don't think I'm that good now. I think I still have a lot of room to grow. But I think I'm pretty average. Mm. I think I can sing some songs pretty well. I think I can sing my own music pretty well. But I still have a lot of growth to go. And I think that's the good thing about being in a band is... And then releasing stuff now and releasing stuff later is... We can always, you know, come back in and look at like... Oh, I used to sound like that, but I sound so much more. And our styles will definitely change and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, and then um, you were super into vocals. And, like, you studied yeah. them and stuff. So I knew you were, like, a... You would be, like, a solid teacher... And uh, one day I decided to sing for you, and for some reason you saw potential, and we decided to form our own fucking yeah, thing. For some reason, how do, how long have you been uh, how long have you been singing for? Almost a year. I think it's been over a year. Has it? Yeah, because I remember I was on the phone with you, and you were singing. That was like March. Yeah, it yeah. was like the beginning, cause. Yes, it has been more than a year, I think. Yeah, cause you um, you sang. What was it say all you, of me? No, say you won't let go. Oh, say you won't let go on the phone when I was outside turning off the water. And I was like, do that again. And you did it again. And I was like, come over. I'll show you how to sing. And you're like, how long have you been singing? Personally, I've been in, into vocals for about 13 years now. And that's weird. Like, I didn't obviously, like, if I'm talking about, like, how much I was actually, like, taking singing seriously, it's, like, seven, eight years. But I started singing when I was, like, five. And I started, like, criticizing myself. And I used to be able to impersonate, like, I told you this, like, Adam Levine and Bruno Mars yeah. and stuff like that. And I thought it was weird, so I stopped. But I've been singing for, seriously, for, like, seven, eight years. So I'm glad you allowed me to teach you. 
And it's funny because one of the, one of the ways I got into um, realizing it's all about control and level and like everything that has to do with your chords and your vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's by doing voice impressions, and then I realized mm-hmm. you can control your voice, and that's yep. how I got more into my. That's own. how I was. That's what I started with. I started obviously impersonating like Adam Levine and stuff like that, and then I realized I can do accents, and that was a big part. Of I my could life. do accents for a long time. That's yeah. when I kind of realized mm-hmm. I could do also do impressions. Yeah. And then I started doing Stitch. Yeah, and then I started showing you Kermit and Stewie and stuff like that, and a lot of people will make fun of that, but I mean the fact that I could. Uh, it's pretty fucking funny. It is pretty cool, and the fact that like I could sing an entire song in Kermit the Frog's voice. Yeah. And that's just. You have. That's just control. I have. Yeah. And I would say I would say I'm a pretty good singer. I mean, I don't like to flatter myself, but I'd say I'm... No, yeah, whenever someone asks me, I just say, yeah, I'm pretty okay. Yeah, I mean, like, for, for like, seven, eight, nine years of singing, I would like to think I have some type of background in it. But, um... I don't really care if, like, people, like, like my voice or, like, how I sound, like, how I sing. As long as I feel like I'm um, happy with it, and I'm, I'm, it's all about the journey, and that's what I've realized. Yeah. It's, if I'm happy with my progress, and I think I'm making good progress, I think I really have made really good progress. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm at a point now where I could release music, and people would be like, oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. But I, it doesn't really matter to me, as long as... Yeah, you're not a mumble rapper, so you're fine. Yeah. We're not making rap music, ever. <laughs> Unless Wiz Khalifa wants to hop on. Yeah, that's fine. Wiz Khalifa can hop on. The future. The yeah, future can hop on. We can make cold version two <laughs> yeah uh no i think uh it's it's been a really nice journey and me personally i absolutely love to learn and i took a lot of time uh, focusing on certain things and going back on them after learning something else it's been a really fun journey and i've really enjoyed it yeah i'm glad i was able to show you the ropes yeah yeah uh any new albums you've been listening to personally eps even um, or any any you're anticipating because I know you've um, you're looking forward to the, the new Bamps one. Yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Maybe your predictions. Maybe what song? Uh, Married in Vegas the was the first one they released. I think the album's called Cherry, right? I'm pretty Cherry sure. Blossom. Cherry Blossom. Yeah. And um, I'm fucking excited for it. Yeah. I am really anticipating it. It uh it it, it from what Married in Vegas it's gonna be a banger. And they're making an entire acoustic version of the album, too. Yeah. I think is that that's a lot of work. So they're putting a lot into it. So they must be really happy with it. So if they're happy with it, the fans are probably going to be happy with it. Yeah. I mean, James Bay recently released a single, Chew On My Heart. And usually he releases a couple singles before he drops a banger album. So I think... Banger albums. I of. think he's going to be releasing something in at least 2021. And Electric Light... If Life, not late 2020. I think he's gonna release. Something. I, feel like, I feel like Electric Light came out of nowhere. Yeah, Electric Light did. We actually, we found Electric Light the day we said we wanted to make a band. Yep. I was driving home, and you were like, "Listen to this," and we both listened to it on repeat until we both got home, and that's when we were like, "We should make a band." Yeah. But that I'm just I'm waiting for another James Bay thing to come out. I don't. I mean, um, John Roberts, his EP is coming out for Adeline. It's an Adeline EP. I'm excited for that. I don't think. He's a really good songwriter. I don't know what he's going to really add because he released music, what, uh, back in April? Yours was the first song he released, yeah. Yeah, but the Pelican came out in April. And then... No, Pelican came out sooner than that, I think. No, we were walking the track. Oh, yeah. Yeah. April, yeah. And, um, and then he released Bailey Barely Knows Me, like, two and weeks later. Bailey Barely Knew Me. Yeah, he released that, like, two weeks later, and then it's been... 
like May since May since he released something and I've listened to that EP. And he posted that new so cover much. on his YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's making he's making moves. I hope he he really gets traction and becomes really famous. I'm also predicting another Wallows because they released one in 2019, and then they, they released just, okay. they released okay, and if that's the vibe they're going for, like this weird indie funk, I'm I'm sold. Yeah, but uh, one one new EP I want to talk about more in another episode, but I want to mention it is uh, Gracie Abrams, uh, her EP or album. I don't know if she's listing it as an EP or an album. It's only like seven songs, so it's a little short to be an album. It could still be an album. Yeah. I mean, the Why Don't We Eight Letters one was, what, eight songs? Yeah. And that's an album. No, that was really, really good. Uh, it was amazing. And then um, I recently, because I never listened to it before, I recently listened to Immunity by uh, Claro. It, it was really good, too. Claro's really talented. Yeah. Personally, my favorite uh, female musicians are Adele and Stevie Nicks. Those are, like, some of the best women in music. And I know all your Billie Eilish fans, but what about Billie Eilish? Okay, Billie Eilish is talented, but everybody copies her, so it makes her less special. But have you heard My Future? Mm-mm. Kind of slaps. Like, the... Phineas did really good on that song. Phineas is another artist that's, like, amazing. Oh, Phineas is great. Yeah. I think he's better than Billie. I think he's better than Billie, too. Yeah. I think one of my favorite... Um, I don't listen to a lot of her music, but she's just, like, she's amazing. Is Aretha Franklin? I don't know. She is the vibe queen. Like, she... Oh, take that back, the vibe queen. Dude, her music slaps. <laughs> Aretha Franklin, rest in peace. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but we'd have to take it out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, women... <laughs> women are great. <laughs> No, the thing I like about um, women in music is because, like, a lot of the women that I actually look up to in music, those are the ones that are super unique. I know I don't know if you know her that well, but Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah, yeah, She is one of the most controversial country musicians of all time. And she actually wrote, um, now I can't think of the song, I Will Always Love You, the one that Whitney Houston covered. Yep. Yeah, she actually wrote that. And, like, the original version, super good. And, like, The Quilt of Many Colors, like, I don't think you've ever heard that song. But she's a very talented person, and her voice is so unique. That's why I like Adele. That's why I like Stevie, because their voices aren't... I'm sorry if I offend you, but they aren't, like, that that Billy Eilish. They aren't, yeah, they aren't that ukulele voice. They're even, um... I can't think of her name. The girl that sings Bubbly. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm probably not going to pronounce it's her. Chloe but it, no, Kelsey. it's Colby Collat, I want to say. Oh, Colby Colbot, or something like that. No, right? it's no, Colbot's a color. Yeah. It's, yeah, Colby Collat. Like, her voice amazing but a lot of people in the early 2000s sounded like her like her and pa- her and the paramore singer kind of sound similar but different types of music even the the skater boy girl avril Lavigne. avril Lavigne. i don't like, like her they all had like this certain kind of like not grunge but they had this like weird like yeah, but thing Col- to their Col- voice uh, colby doesn't have that no i'm saying like people who sound too yeah. much like colby but i think colby colby cloud is an amazing singer yeah amazing no no um any new songs you've heard recently I showed you uh, Calypso by Soul Push. Did yeah, you like that? It was that? good. I like it. Did you like Tender? Yeah, it was It was interesting. Yeah. It was very weird. I like I like weird. Yeah. Uh, one I've been nonstop listening to is, uh, what can I remember? A Kiss. Oh, by, by um, Driver's Era. Yeah, that song is amazing. It's a great song. Yeah. I mean, you've been listening to... Um... So What by Jaden. So What? Oh my Jaden, God. Jaden Hostler is the man. Yeah, I love his music. He's great. I listen to him on the way here. Yeah, so what has been my uh, it's your alarm? Anthem. <laughs> yeah, it's my alarm in the morning, setting me up for a great day. Yeah. You've also um been listening to 
adult. By Christian Lee. Quite a bit, yep. yeah. And No Use. Yeah. And uh, Heartbreak. Yeah. I know it's not a new song, but Sometimes by the Vamps has been on repeat, both in my head. I haven't stopped listening to Married in Vegas. Yeah, they're just... It's a great song. And um, the Harry Styles fine line, I haven't stopped listening to that. No. No. It's Sunflower just, Volume 6 on repeat. Yeah, same with Canyon Moon. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like, it's like your song from Harry. That is my song. I've listened to a lot more Jim Croce, too, you know? He's just... All these people are just... Vibe. I, I Personally, I look for music that's different. That's why, yeah. like, I don't look... I love Post Malone, but I'm not going to be listening to him on repeat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just need just taste. Yeah. But I can see how people are into, like, Post Malone or something like that. I don't know how people are into, like, what's his name? Lil Tecca? No. <laughs> no, the... Lil TJ? The guy with the red hair. Trippy Red? Is it Trippy? I don't know. Licorice hair? Yeah. Yeah, that li- guy. Yachty has licorice hair. No, not Yachty. Too. It's the... Yeah, almost like the tattoo freckles. I think, yeah. Trippy, yeah. yeah. Trippy Red. Yeah, I don't get him. But I, I, like Travis Scott, I kind of fuck with Travis Scott. I have never listened to an album, but don't, the one don't say Sticko Mode. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Sticko Mode. The one... Oh, Sicko? Not Sticko? No, it's Sicko. <laughs> oh, that was Sticko. No, why would like it be a Sticko? Sticko? Like a Sticko. Is that... Is it's that, not a cowboy. Is that racist? <laughs> no. How's that racist? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, don't, 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 don't. don't. <laughs> No, <laughs> that one album by Travis Scott I actually listened to. Astro World. No, not Astro World. Um, it's um. It went with Goosebumps on it. I forget the name, but that, that album was really good actually. Twenty One Savage. Tom. Actually, a rap album I really like is Stokely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Young Gravy and Baby No Money, Baby Gravy too. <laughs> Such slaps. a stupid album. Welcome to Chili's. Has been my anthem personally. <laughs> I don't know. It's actually like not even like a funny song. I don't know. It's just like it's really good. Yeah, but then Justin Bieber flex or whatever. Uh, Justin Bieber did. type wrist. Yeah, yeah, that song is stupid. Go bananas. <laughs> Go bananas is sick. That, that album. That album's really Plug funny. Master or whatever his name is. That's sick. John Mayer's on that album. I don't know if he's actually on it. No, I think he, he is. But he listed. <laughs> if you've listened to anything by John Mayer, that's something he would want to hop on. Yeah. I think this is a. 30 minutes in. Let me go play standard. I think we've talked about a good amount. You don't have anything to... You want to mention? Um, Leave us albums to listen to. I think our links are all in the description. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, this would be a good place to end it. Um, we'll try to release an episode probably every week. If we don't get to it, probably mostly every two weeks, something like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe some weeks we'll release more than one episode if we're feeling it. But uh, we're not trying to put too much on a schedule because we want it to be a natural kind of thing we're coming and talk. Yeah. So... Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the Stradcast, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.